Hey everyone, happy Sunday. It's your friendly tour guide and point man on your personal growth journey, Dr. Bob Norman Jr. And I'm here with the latest episode of Best Life 101. It's a beautiful Sunday here in southwestern Pennsylvania, finally, a day with no rain. I want to jump into our episode right away, and I've titled today's episode Triggers. Now, Let me start off by saying that triggers are going to be something super important to understand so that you can either use them for your benefit or understand why you're struggling. But I do want to mention that when I talk about triggers, I'm not talking about the silliness that we see today on the news of college kids hearing a word and being so offended that they have to go to therapy and that kind of stuff. The word is kind of overused. But when we talk about triggers, probably the best example that I can use is of soldiers returning from war. We know it now as PTSD, but PTSD and things that happen as a result of having PSD are caused by triggers. And the word comes from being triggered, meaning something caused that feeling, that reaction, that emotion. Now, triggers can be terribly bad. Triggers can be used to be good. Let me give you another example. I use music as triggers for my own self. So if I'm having a down day, a bad time, something bad going on, I'll put on some music that really stirs me, right? So maybe like some Ted Nugent, Cat Scratch Fever, some Metallica, some whatever, right? Some stuff that really just pumps me up and gets me going. Uh, Some Aussie. Now, you can also have triggers that cause bad feelings. And that's what we know most about triggers is the bad side, right? So for example, let's use music again. Um, There are some songs that are great songs, but they were very popular during a very bad time in my life. And so I can't even listen to those songs because when I listen to those songs, in my head, I am right back where I used to be when I was in the middle of that bad time. It just triggers those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, and brings them back up. So that's kind of a simple way of explaining how triggers work. Now, you hear about soldiers returning from war, for example, like I mentioned with PTSD and how uh, sometimes like fireworks at the 4th of July can set them off, things like that, because triggers come from a couple of different areas. Two of the areas they come from are very, very traumatic events like war, Let's be honest, like being the commander of a prison, right? Um, I struggled with PSD for quite a while. Um, They can also come from repeated situations, repeated behavior. So for example, um, let's say you've been cheated on, uh, like I was, and when it happened, it was always on a night when she went out to the bar by herself with her friends and returned at three or four in the morning, right? Leaving me home with the kids. Well, even to this day, if my girlfriend would want to go out to the bar with her girlfriends, and she's not a a drinker like that or anything, but I'm just using the example. If she would and return late, I would get that same sick feeling in my stomach that I used to get when my then wife was out running around on me. Because it's that same pattern of behavior that every time it happened before meant this. Now, 
we all know that that's not always the case. But what it is is a conditioning that happens to you. So every time you, you, your, my spouse would go out to, or my girl would go out to a bar, I would be worried that it was, she was going to cheat. Now, I'm not saying that now, but what I'm using that as an example. So it can be repeated bad behaviors, uh, repeated good behaviors. It can be bad situations, traumatic situations, like I mentioned of war or working in a prison or law enforcement or fire department or anything, a nurse seeing a lot of death in a hospital, negativity, things like that. Okay. Now I want to, I want you to understand that not only this, this episode is about triggers and about using triggers to your benefit and also avoiding them. So the first thing you're going to need to do is understand what triggers you. So let's use the example of the soldier and fireworks. Well, clearly, if you know that fireworks are triggering those memories, those thoughts, those those emotions, um, what would be a smart thing to do would be to avoid fireworks, right, at all costs, uh, as much as possible. It would be to, and again, that's a very simple example, but I want you to understand that if you first understand what triggers you, you can then work to avoid those triggers. Now, there's not going to be 100% success in avoiding triggers. Other people are involved in our lives. Things are going to happen that are going to put us right back to where we used to be in that bad place. But if you can identify that trigger, you can work very hard to avoid it. Or if you find yourself in a situation where you're not going to be able to avoid it, you can get yourself out of the situation or maybe go home or whatever the case is. Now, secondly, if you understand your triggers, you can also work to understand what things trigger great feelings with you and you. Like I said, music is one for me. Cat Scratch Fever was one of my favorite songs and always just great memories to this song, right? So if I put that on, man, as soon as that opening guitar riff opens up with Ted Nugent, I'm in a great place. I get some goosebumps and I'm ready to go, okay? So I can use those triggers like that, for an example, to get myself out of a bad slump, out of a time when I'm feeling crappy, out of a time when I'm feeling moody or down or low or, or discouraged or whatever. You can use that to kind of pump you up. Those are two ways that you can use triggers. And there are many, 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 many triggers in our life, right? Someone could say something that someone used to always say to you. Someone could do something in a way that they, someone else always did it. Um, like I said, situations, sometimes I run into old officers that used to work for me and we'll talk about things and they'll start maybe mentioning the old days at work and sometimes I don't want to hear it. Because I'm trying to distance myself from that old life, that old me, Captain Norman. I'm now Dr. Norman, right? Dr. Bob. I'm not that guy anymore. And so I kind of avoid going into those conversations. Now, I've used a bunch of different examples. But the main point of this whole episode is to understand that I talk about being in charge of your life, being in control of your life, and doing what's best for you and taking yourself to another level. And a big part of that is going to be understanding triggers because the bad triggers can really, really sabotage us. They can really, really sabotage us, man. So if you're, you're doing great and you get to a certain point and something triggers those bad emotions or those emotions of fear, of failure, or emotions from when you were a kid or whatever it might be, and you shut down, right? You just shut down. Now, 
in a relationship, you can work on these triggers by understanding them, right? You can try to understand your partner's triggers, bad triggers, and avoid them, right? Don't do things the way that they're cheating ex-spouse did them or don't do things the way their abusive spouse did them or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever the case is. You know, avoid those kind of actions, those maybe those places. Okay. There could be places that are triggers, places when you go when you feel really awesome, and also places you don't ever want to go again because there's nothing but bad memories attached to them. So again, triggers can be really, really bad, really tough to deal with. And triggers can be really, really good and used to your benefit if you're aware of them. And again, if you're in a relationship, try to understand your partner's triggers. And the only way to do that is to talk to each other and say, listen, this is unacceptable to me. And this is why. Sometimes that's hard to do, right? It's hard to tell the other person, man, this is what used to happen to me all the time. And and when you did it, it made me feel exactly the same way. You're not saying that they would ever do that, but you want them to understand that it made you feel the way you used to feel, okay? And again, that example of the soldier in war, he's not in a war, she's not in a war, but when they hear those loud noises, when they see certain things, it triggers all of those emotions from back then. So they're not necessarily in that situation anymore, but in their mind and in their heart and in their emotions and feelings, they're right back there. And I've been there. I've been there where those triggers happen and it's like it's like you've gone back 20 years in time and you're right back in that same situation and you could be in a totally different area, totally different situation with totally different people in your life but those feelings are very deep and those are things again that are ingrained in you from a traumatic experience like war or prison or or being a police officer, fireman, nurse, also from again repeated behaviors. So repeated bad behaviors and repeated good behaviors become conditions for us. We get conditioned that the way we respond to this, because every time it's happened before, this was the result. So I need to respond this way. And it's very difficult. So again, use triggers. First of all, I want you to understand your triggers, to figure out what they are. You're going to know some of them. You're going to know some things that you will never tolerate again. Like I, I, I don't deal with drinking very well. Okay. I don't like drunks. I don't deal with that very well. A couple of drinks now and then is fine, but because I was married to an alcoholic. Okay. So I know that I can't have that in my life. So figure out what your triggers are. Some of them are going to be pretty simple, like that one I just mentioned, to understand. And some may pop up that you didn't even realize were there. But make a note of them. Figure out what they are so that you can avoid those situations. And also look for those great triggers, the triggers that bring about the great emotions, the great feelings, the excitement, the passion, whatever you can think of. Think about those triggers as well and try to include them in your life as often as possible or at least have them available in your repertoire for when you are having a bad time, when you're feeling crappy, when you're feeling down, when you've failed at something and use those to pick yourself back up. So triggers, again, not what we're talking about these days with college kids, but triggers that trigger emotional or mental responses to a situation. Figure out what your bad ones are and avoid them. Figure out what your good ones are and use them to your advantage. It's going to be an extremely important benefit 
on your personal growth journey to creating a new life, a better life, a life on the next level. Because one of the things, of course, we need to do is get that negativity out of our life, right? Fill our lives with positivity. And that's what understanding your triggers is going to do. Now, I'm going to go into this topic a little more in another episode, but I'm going to end right there. We've been rambling for a little while, and I'm going to ask you to reach out to me on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. It's Bob Norman Jr. Uh, I also have the group on Facebook called Best Life 101. You can find me there. You can reach out to me on any of those platforms if you need help. Designing and living your best life, figuring out how to identify those triggers, figuring out any of the topics that we've talked about. Reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk. And if we're fit to work together, I'd be happy, honored, and humbled to help you take your life to the next level, to help you design and live your best life. Also, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a regular listener, consider becoming a supporter. It'll help me continue to put out great content to you. I do this for free, and so that will help me to continue to defer some of the expenses of putting the podcast together. If you are listening on an iPhone, an iPad, iTunes, click the subscribe button. It's free, and it'll help my podcast get out to more listeners. I want you to have a great, great day. I want you to start working on identifying those triggers, both good and bad, so that you can avoid the bad and use the good to your benefit. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you real soon on the next episode of Best Life 101.